Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the show. And today we're going to be talking about whether or not uh, you have a stripped crown or crown tube on your watch. So one of the questions I got from you guys today is how can you identify if you have a stripped crown or crown tube? Um, this is in regards to a recent post that I had put on Instagram and Facebook. And essentially, long story short, okay, if your watch is a screw down crown and you're trying to screw it down um, and it's not working, you probably have a stripped crown tube or crown one of the easiest ways to identify this is if you let's say you start let's say we look at your watch right right now your watch is completely screwed down and uh, when i say screw down crown and stuff like that think of your you know think of a rolex think of an omega um for the most part or tag hoyer you know for the most part in a screw down crown position you should not be able to pull the crown out you should not be able to uh, use any of the timing functions on that watch so one of the easiest ways we can tell or one of the easiest ways we can uh, begin to assess if a, a watch has a stripped crown or crown tube is to unscrew the crown from the uh, screw down crown position and then from there try to access all the functions on the watch. So when you unscrew the watch, commonly you'll turn counterclockwise until you feel the crown pop out. Um, once the crown is popped out, uh, from there, you should be able to wind the watch if it is a mechanical watch. Um, once you're winding it, you should hear something like this. Okay, that is what we call the zero position. When we say the zero position, it means the position in which we can wind the watch. Uh, and we're not talking about anything else other than, you know, winding the watch. In the zero position, you should not be able to set the time, you should not be able to set the date. So once you're winding the watch, we know we're in the zero position. If you were to pull it, you know, once out, you should be able to set the date, um, depending on what watch you have commonly. Um, if you pull it another, uh, another time out in the second position, you should be able to set the time. Okay. Once we're able to identify that the crown is working, uh, working fine in this sense that, you know, it's not a stem issue, right? So once we're able to identify that the crown is able to go through its uh, different phases uh, and different positions, we will now attempt to check to see if it is a stripped crown issue or stripped crown tube. So once we're in the second position of setting the time and whatnot, what you want to do is push the crown in all the way until you until you feel that it's in the winding position again okay you should hear a click you should hear something like this okay once you hear that click what you want to do is keep inward pressure so if your crown is at the three o'clock position of your watch you want to have your thumb and your index finger push pushing the crown uh, to nine o'clock right so if you're pushing straight into three if you're pushing the crown straight into the case you want to turn the crown clockwise. So what you want to do is you want to push the crown in again at 3 o'clock. So what you want to do is push it in at 3 o'clock, almost as if you're trying to push it to 9 o'clock. And then you're going to turn the crown clockwise. If everything goes according to plan, you should feel your crown turning. And you should feel it getting tighter and tighter until it is all the way... Uh, flush with the case so that's how we know a watch is fully secured in terms of you know it being a screw down crown now 
this is how we identify if it's a stripped crown or not. If you're pushing it in and you're turning the crown clockwise, um, if it's not going into the watch and it's remaining in that same position, a couple things could be the issue. Either you're not pushing the crown in enough and turning it because you're supposed to apply constant pressure there, or two, you have a stripped crown. Um, another question we commonly get, uh, well, first things first, you know, if, if you do turn it in, if you do push it in and you turn the crown clockwise and it's not going in, um, we usually pin it to either the crown or the crown tube. It could be one or the other. And if in most cases, it's both. Because if one is bad, the other one is bad as well. Simply because the threading is uh, interconnected so if one is bad the other one's bound to you know be worn or bound to be affected by it so another question we commonly get is how does this occur how does a, a stripped crown or how does a stripped crown tube occur for the most part almost 99 percent of the time that i see these issues come in for stripped crown and crown tube is a user introduced error it is not uh, the watchmaker's fault. Um, it is not anybody else's fault generally except the user in most cases. Now, this is not for every single case, but for most cases, this is usually what uh, we find. Um, so let me give you a perfect example of how it could be a user-introduced error. Sometimes uh, when people are wearing their watches, when they need to wind their watch, most people don't take off their watches to wind the watch. So some people like to wind the watch on their wrist. And what happens generally is that the position of your fingers to winding the crown on your wrist um, is not exactly ideal in the sense that your wrist is also blocking a full range of motion of you able uh, of you being able to turn the crown clockwise in a uh, correct manner right so what i'm trying to say is try winding your watch on your wrist as opposed to holding your watch in your hand and winding the watch so what you'll find is that when you're winding the watch on your wrist the angle of where your index finger and the angle of where uh, most people's thumbs are at is putting uh, uh, not the ideal positioning. Uh, it's not putting the crown in the ideal position to uh, wind the watch. So <clears throat> in most cases, when you're winding the watch on your wrist and then you go to screw down your crown, uh, what ends up happening is that you're, you're screwing the crown at an incorrect angle or at a slight angle that the crown and crown tube is not intended for. And what that does is it creates shearing on the actual threading between the crown and the crown tube. So imagine if, you know, imagine you have train tracks and your train tracks is only able to go 12 o'clock. But imagine if someone's pushing the train at about uh, 1 or 2 o'clock against the tracks, right? So that's exactly what's occurring here. When you're screwing down your crown, uh, on your wrist at an incorrect angle or when you're screwing down the crown at an incorrect angle in general it doesn't even have to be on the wrist um, that's just commonly found the uh, that's just commonly where the issues are found uh, if you're screwing down the crown at an incorrect angle in any position that is how stripped crowns occur okay and and generally that's how it occurs um, another common one is impact damage 
generally some people when they have their watches uh, believe it or not okay maybe it's not you maybe it's not uh, most people but in general sometimes when people uh, wind their watches they forget to screw down their crown and what generally happens is uh, when they wear their watch sometimes they bang their watch they ding their watches it you know through its normal uh, wear and tear but what is uh where this comes into play is that with the crown being open and you dinging that case, uh, you dinging your watch and or you uh, accidentally bumping your watch into things, uh, most of the time it puts force onto the crown depending on where your wrist is at and depending on where the point of impact is at. For the most part, when impact damage occurs with the crown unscrewed, uh, this will occur. This will cause. Uh, the threading or this will cause the crown to shift at an incorrect angle uh, so it's not so much the threading here at this point um, it's sometimes when the point of impact of a, a let's say you drop your watch or whatnot sometimes the point of impact affects the crown and effectively alters the uh, the the truing of the uh, crown so in, uh, instead of having a straight stemming crown sometimes when you drop your watch it causes a slight bend in that crown or maybe the crown is bent a little bit uh, bent a little bit uh, outside of its normal uh, uh, straight in and out of the crown tube so when this happens if your crown is slightly bent even if even off a little bit sometimes um, when you're trying to screw down that crown to your crown tube that shearing that slight off center uh, will actually cause uh, damage to the crown tube or the crown uh, believe it or not, okay. And uh, so these are the common things. You know, these are the two common uh, occurrences I generally see. You know, it's usually when people wind their watches or try to screw down crowns uh, at an incorrect position or impact damage. Funny story, okay. One, uh, several times actually, uh, there was a customer who had a reoccurring issue with a stripped crown. So she originally brought her watch in because she had a stripped crown. Uh, we were able to change everything. We told her, you know, uh, exactly uh, what to do. We told her what we found, and we told her what might have occurred. Um, she comes back approximately a year later with the same problem, uh, and we fixed it free of charge. Uh, but we 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 told her, you know what she might have been doing of course she denied it and and it's not to say that she did or didn't at that point because you know you never know right um we told her what what might have happened we told her some hypothesis uh, some uh, theories you know that we that we believe might have occurred um and then what really threw a red flag was the watch coming back again the uh, third time um about three months after the second time it came in so it came back after a year, we fixed it, came, and then it came back again after three months, right? So from there, we needed to really, really isolate what was occurring. Um, you know, we, we were able to take a look at the full range of motion. We were able to take a look at the, you know, her, her day-to-day. Um, and what really, really emphasized the point was how she wound her watch right so when her watch uh, uh died down after 48 hours and she would pick it up to go to work or pick it up to wear it um you know because in the morning time sometimes people are hasty you know like they they, they 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 you know not everyone has them you know 
all the time in the world to get ready to, for work. So what ended up happening was that we found that when she would grab the watch, she would not wind it, uh, holding it, but she would wind it while on the go. So she would wind it on her wrist, and it's not to say she was doing it wrong, but she would flex her wrist down so that she can have space for her index finger. Um, so she wasn't gripping the crown, but she was using just her index finger to press. Uh, so if you had your watch in front of you on your wrist right now, uh, imagine bending your wrist downwards so that your crown has more space, right? She would fit her index finger right underneath the crown and on top of her wrist, and she would go clockwise from there. So she's she was uh, putting pressure upwards, right? from the crown uh, from the index finger onto the crown and when she screwed it in she would create that same upward pressure and press that in while creating that upward pressure onto the thing so what ended up happening was that the threading if it wasn't uh, uh 100% exact um if it was off a slight angle because she was pressing upwards onto it uh sheared off a good deal of the threading and over a period of time over and over and over and over again the threading started to uh, the threading started to uh, started to strip period um that was one of the things we found and we were able to identify it and we we you know told her um we were able to isolate the issue uh, once we were able to find that that might have been the issue and to uh stop doing it and to see how that works uh, she hasn't been back since, and uh, we're, we're that's generally what we want, right? So when we finish a watch, we generally don't want to see the watch come back uh, anytime soon. So at this rate, you know, we're able to identify the issue, and we haven't heard any knock on wood, of course, you know, but we haven't had uh, that same watch come back. Um, so that just further emphasizes the re some of the points that I was talking about earlier on today um, about you know the different ways it might have occurred. Um, and these are the common ones, you know, these are the common ones. So if you're winding your watch and you're trying to screw down your crown and, you know, it's not screwing down, this might be an issue. This might be the issue. Uh, generally, what we'll do as watchmakers when we have a customer with a stripped crown is, uh, uh, you know, of course, you can change the crown and crown tube. But for the most part, if it's a watch that we haven't seen before, if it's a watch that we have no history with before, um, it will require a full service. Um, if it was serviced by someone else uh, and it was uh, completely done correctly and whatnot, we'll keep things into, consider uh, into consideration. But if you have a stripped crown or a crown tube and you, you, you can identify that, um, for the most part, if you bring it to another watchmaker, they might charge you full service just to fix that as well. Um, most people, I don't... You, get, you should be very careful with getting just a crown and crown tube fixed because you don't know if there was any other uh, problems that might have occurred from this one issue. I've seen uh, issues where having a stripped crown and having your crown open, uh, some, that some of the, th the shearing from the metal, the particles, makes its way into the movement from the outside since you're trying to push it in the entire time. Um, and you got to remember, the stem connects with the crown and the crown comes out so some things might make its way through the crown tube as well uh so some these are some things you should consider but for the most part i mean hopefully this is a quick summary of how a crown or crown tube gets affected and how you can start identifying issues like that to begin with um other than that if you guys have not 
picked up a copy of the 100 plus no bs watch tips i'll do so if you guys don't follow me on instagram or facebook please do so and other than that i hope you guys have a wonderful week and enjoy your monday take care